Hello. Hi. Hey. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just like disconnected. I know it like <laughs> came off. <laughs> okay. Well, hi, everyone. You're listening to Peace with Peace podcast, an interview series that gives others the opportunity to inspire others with their story. My name is Alexa, and I'm here with Allie. Hello. <laughs> um, okay. So just a little bit about who we are interviewing today. She is my sister, my best friend, the ear that always is willing to listen to my big mouth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Allie is such a positive light, beautiful inside and out, all about helping others and growing, self-growth, helping others grow. She's just awesome. So thanks, girl, for sharing your story today. I'm so happy to be here. I get to be your ear to listen to today. I'm excited. Me too. (laughs) So before we dive into the questions um just a quick release i want to make sure i have your permission to use your name likeliness what you say any info you share um and that you understand that this is a recording that we will be sharing this to listeners which could potentially go throughout the world and wherever else um do i have your permission to share the content and do you understand that i am the owner of the content Yes, absolutely. Sweet. Cool. So here we go. Um, First question, what does beauty mean to you? I think that my idea of beauty for myself has changed a lot. I think that it was solely the purpose of what I looked like and what I saw when I looked in the mirror. So if I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, okay, you're beautiful, but that's not really what it is now. It more so means just happiness for me. Mm -hmm. So, and that's happiness, like physically, mentally, emotionally with my relationships, my friendships, you know? So if all of those factors around me are going good and I'm happy about them and there are positive things that are happening Mm -hmm. in my life, I feel beautiful because the people around me, you know, they're, they're feeding into that positivity into me. So it makes me feel more beautiful because of that. Oh, I love it. I love beauty equals happiness. That's wonderful. I love that. Because I feel like, you know, I don't want to look at myself in the mirror and just base it off of, okay, you're beautiful today or you're not beautiful today. You know, that it's so critical. And so I'm trying to really focus on my relationships. And because, you know, that's a big part of who we are is Mm -hmm. the people that we surround ourselves with. And if they're not bringing happiness and positivity into your life, then what's the what's the purpose, you know? Right. And I think too, like a lot of people say their definition of beauty changed over time. And before it's like, our definition is like what we look like. And that is only like the beginning of who we are. Like we are, I hate to say it like this because onions, not everyone likes onions, but I love a good onion anyway. But like, if you just do the outside of what we look like, you're doing yourself such a disservice because you're not even diving into everything that you are. Yeah. There's so much more than what we look like in the mirror. Like so, so much more. Yeah. And if you cook with the onion, you usually get rid of the first layer anyway. Yeah. That's weird. Anyway, (laughs) I love your definition. I get what you're saying. (laughs) Um, Okay. So tell me about yourself 
self-acceptance slash self-love journey? Um, it's changed so much, you know, as mm-hmm. everyone's usually does. But so it, I think it started, I want to say it started around high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super skinny in school, all in high school and middle school growing up. And I was a very active person, you know, like I danced and cheered nonstop, mm-hmm. always did that. So because of that, you know, I gained muscle fast and along with that fat too, because along with muscle comes fat and, you know, it coincides with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just enjoying life. You know, I'm a kid basically. Mm -hmm. So there was always a person there during high school that was calling me fat, literally Mm -hmm. saying like, you are getting fat or you look fat. And they would point out specific body parts and saying like, oh, that's getting bigger or I see stretch marks or you're getting cellulite, you know? So I, it was a terrible start to my, to my journey because Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what I looked like because when I looked in the mirror, I only saw and thought what those people were telling me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't accept myself because I was basing my opinion on myself on what they thought of me. Mm -hmm. So it started off really rocky. And, you know, struggles go along with that because whenever something happens to you in your life, I think that you not only handling emotionally, but physically too. So you start, mm-hmm. you have to start to like learn yourself from the beginning and like learn what makes you happy and, you know, like what, what helps you tick in life and the positivity that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. So um, I started to do that and, you know, it's an everyday process. You know, I don't, I have Mm -hmm. good days and bad days and I still to this day look in the mirror and see those body parts and think that and think Mm -hmm. the same thoughts that they told me. And so it's, you know, it's, it's a process, but it's, it's ever changing and, you know, I'm, I'm growing from it, but that stuff really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I thought I was fat looking back. I wasn't, you know, not Mm -hmm. at all not under any under like under any circumstance was I that word but you know it changed me because I thought that I was so still to this yeah. day that because that's what I was growing up to learn about myself yeah and it's like so when we're little we start to pick up on these things like fat equals bad mm-hmm. women must be beautiful like we learn these things sub not subconsciously it's like in our subconscious like not blatant like we're just picking these things that we're learning it then I think in high school I think that's what you said when you start to realize your self-love journey like that's when you start to learn that because that's when that word starts to get thrown around do you love yourself like that's usually a high school thing like around that age middle school high school that's when it starts to become like a hot topic but you've been taught all these things and then the people in your life also been taught these things and they believe these things so they're saying things to you that mirror these toxic ideals of beauty and I want to be not like, self-love <laughs> and I want to think like who started it let me talk to that person who said that skinny was the only factor that meant you're beautiful like I want to speak to that person and have a conversation because <laughs> it's so not true yeah, oh my god yeah it's like it's and, but that's all I thought about in high school was being skinny. That's all I thought about, you know, because that's yeah. what, that's what I thought made me beautiful was my body. 
mm-hmm. you know, and it, and also at that age, you know, we don't have any, we don't have a lot of self-confidence, mm-hmm. self-esteem. So we're getting that stuff from our friendships and from the mm-hmm. people around us and whoever you, whoever you hang out with on a daily basis, you know, those people really make an impact on how you feel about yourself. So absolutely. If I'm hanging out with that person all the time, you know, think about what that does to me. Yeah. And it's like in high school, we want to fit in so bad. Like we want a group. Like we had a good friend group, but like our group. It like consumes other people. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, those like you want to fit in so these messages you try to like obey them so I need to be skinny or like this is cool this isn't cool like you try to fit in that way Mm -hmm. and it's crappy and now I don't I know you're gonna say you agree to this but like we don't really care if we fit in anywhere no because we know we got our certain people yeah and that's and that changes every like all the time too yeah you know what I mean? And it's like, it's a crazy thing that happens. And then in high school, along with all of this, we compare ourselves, you know, and we were just talking about this the other day, but all we do, all I did in high school to this day is compare yourself to people. And it's gross. <laughs> yes, it's gross. It's disgusting. Never... Yeah. And it's like, if we were all the same, that would be disgusting. Like, they're like, diversity, unique. Yes. Like that's what makes people beautiful. Like yeah. everyone's beautiful in their own way. Yeah. So if we were all the same. That would be dumb. Yeah. And, and I remember and I remember like thinking, so that person that would call me fat, like they would also like talk about other people who, you know, were a little bit bigger than me and that's fine. But they mm-hmm. would also call them fat. So then my mind is just not knowing where to go because you're calling me fat. And you're calling the other person fat. So what do you mean by this? What is your definition of fat? And why, where does your definition of beauty come from? That it's yeah. skinny. You know, right. that's, that, that's all you hope for is skinniness, skinniness. And if no one is like up to that standard for you, then they're automatically below you. Yeah. And it's like, what a poor thing to think about people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what a poor, like oh, if they don't meet meet this standard, they're below me, or they're not cool. Like, that's just a horrible way to think. Yeah. Just based off of how you look. Good Lord. Like, just based off your way you look, I'm going to, yeah, no, absolutely not. Don't like that. And it just makes you think, like, we did this all the time for four, how long, like, four years, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. We were were consumed in that idea idea for four years. That's, you know, and that, like, it changes your mind. So once you get out of high school, you get involved with this entirely different place, which is college, which mm-hmm. is hello diversity, hello different people, hello different yes. body shapes, you know? Yes. Like it – and then you t- you have to, like, take a step back and be like, okay, this isn't what I was used to. This isn't, this isn't what I grew up learning, you know? Then you start to change, change your yeah. thoughts, what you believe. Right. And like in high school is when we really learn those patterns of how we deal with stuff. So even now, like you just said, we just talked about this the other day. I still have a problem with comparing myself to others. Oh, for sure. And then I have to call you and say, okay, Allie, I know this is wrong. Like talk me off this ledge because this is stupid. And then you do. 
Because it's like, why that has been ingrained in our brain to oh compare ourselves to others. Yeah, because think think about we grew up in dance and cheerleading. That is mm-hmm. such a competitive place to be in. Yes. You know, and all you're doing is looking at bodies. That's all we did, you know, flipped bodies. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, that's all we did was look at everyone's bodies. And then if you have someone on the sidelines telling you that you're fat, you know, I mean, it all, yeah. it all like, it all works into what you're thinking and the way that you grow up learning what beauty is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. It's a scary thing that, you know, that's probably still happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's not like and it's so scary because this stuff isn't like, okay, we're forming your definition of beauty now. And it's going to be like this. You're going to compare yourself like no one just comes out and says that. Yeah. It's scary because it seeps into little action. Yeah. Because it becomes normalized. The, mm-hmm. the things that people say and the way that you start thinking because normal becomes normalized and then that's how society still stays the same you know like society's definition of beauty I mean from me anyway is skinny I mean look at social media look at yes. you look at how Victoria's Secret started you know look at yes. how, look at how any kind of magazine looks you know skinny people are on there so it's it's gross because it's like you're hurting my mind by me seeing mm-hmm. a picture of someone on the cover of a magazine that I look at every day. You know, you're making me think that if I want to be that person, that I have to look like you. So I want to clap for a few things you just said. Let me get my hand ready. <laughs> um, first off, the normalized thing. Yes, this is so normalized. And then when you're the oddball saying, why'd you just say that? Or don't compare yourself to others. Or why were you just mean to yourself? You're looked at like you're an alien throughout mm-hmm. space. And I loved another clap <laughs> for you're hurting my brain. You're hurting my mind. Oh my yeah. God. I want to make a t-shirt that says that because it's like, <laughs> we need to be aware of what we're saying. And yes, we're going to mess up. We're not perfect. You're going to say some jacked up stuff sometimes. But that's when you say sorry and mean it. But like, we, like, we just talked about how people influence our ideas of ourselves. So we're a person and we're helping others learn about themselves in that definition of beauty. So we need to watch how we talk. Like, you taught dance forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I still teach dance. You are working. You can work with kids with your job. Um, <laughs> like, well, you're one day job your internship now mm-hmm. like you work you work with kids you work with other people we don't sit behind desks all day yeah so we have the ability to talk in a way that doesn't hurt someone's mind yeah change somebody's perception of what beauty is you know because if a little girl comes up to me and or like if I have a, if I have a kid one day you know if I have a kid mm-hmm. and then that kid comes up to me and she's like I got told I was ugly today and that someone else in my class was like prettier than me, you know, and like, that's hurtful. So if that child, Mm -hmm. like, depending on how old that my child is, you know, like they're basing that the perception of beauty from that age Mm -hmm. and then it's continuing from until they're older. So it's not until somebody sits them down, sits them down and like has a conversation with them and makes them aware 
Like, I just want to bring out my laptop to people and just show them different bodies and show them the success of those bodies and the happiness Mm -hmm. that those bodies consume. Because being skinny, you do not have to be happy to be skinny. Mm -hmm. You do not. And, And if you are, perfect wonderful happy yeah (laughs) you know but like but that's what society says society says if you're not skinny then you're somehow not happy and you're somehow not going to get an amazing job and have an amazing life you know what I mean just because of the way that you Mm -hmm. look there's so many things out there than just physical beauty oh absolutely it's it's only the first layer and it's so sad that we judge people so much from that first layer it's disgusting. Yeah. And like, I, it just makes you think like, what would happen if somebody went up to me when I was in high school, you know, going through all this stuff and had a conversation with me and changed my mind? Where would I be now? You know, what would I, what would I be thinking right now? Instead of going through all of that, if someone made me aware that like, Hey, just to let you know, like, that's not normal. That's not, you know, that's not healthy. It's toxic. Right. And like, you know what? That's what I wanted to say too busyness we're so busy mm-hmm. good lord we're so busy the adults in our life are busy and no one takes the time to really sit and have a conversation like a quality non-judgmental conversation because that takes time I mean even these conversations like the interviews I've been doing some of them are a freaking hour yeah I mean like to really sit down and talk about something and then like with a kid okay now you really got to break it down yeah or like a teenager like you got to use examples like to make it meaningful for them and that's why I feel like I feel so much for teachers and people mm, um that are teaching those young children you know these days they really have a big impact and that's a lot of pressure and you know that pressure can go one of two ways I mean you being a dance teacher now I was a dance teacher you know you have a lot of pressure on you because one thing that you say could change that person's life Yes. That's stressful. That just made me like have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, and teachers of all kind, especially mm-hmm. like with freaking COVID-19, it, they don't get paid enough. They don't get enough applauses. Mm-hmm. They don't get enough. Any teacher, yeah. any teacher, like you are literally sh- helping shape these children because you're seeing them almost more than their parents do. So yeah that's wild and it's it, crazy it a lot of pressure and on, top of that, and on top of that you're like teaching them education and on yeah. top of that, you're dealing with yourself you know yeah. like, you're busy you're dealing with your mental state and your like family profession I mean like um, personal relationships you know what I mean let's let's do big snaps for teachers because yes. that's a hard job and you, have, is- a lot, <laughs> you have a lot of impact on people and young children right now they're they're going to be our age one day and then they're gonna go in their 50s you mean they're gonna live Mm -hmm. and then you will have an impact on them but you know what we're going to right now we're gonna take an oath I mean I feel like we already do this but we're gonna take an oath publicly that we're going to also be change makers like we are going to talk light in the people we're gonna try to change their definition of beauty to get away from this unrealistic standard like we're going to also help even though we don't see children as much or as a teacher does yeah but we're we're gonna do it so when we see a little girl walking down the mall well I guess we can go to malls right now walking down the street I don't know where can we go with COVID I don't I don't really know but wherever we see a little girl we're gonna hype that little girl up 
And it's not always going to be about looks. Like, oh my gosh, you yeah. are so smart. Like, we're going to we're gonna do this. That's yeah. Right. You know, that just made me think. I was at the grocery store a couple weeks ago. And I was checking out. And um, my cashier, she looked at me. And she meant it, like, so honestly. Like, I could feel it. She looked at me and she said, you're so beautiful. And I was so taken back because, you know, I didn't expect it, nor did I, like, didn't, you know, that was very nice of her. Yeah. So I looked at her and I was like, you know what? You're beautiful too. Because it made me think, what, what did she look at me and think that, you know, it could have been, it could have been the, the clothes I was wearing, you know, it didn't necessarily have to be my body type. It could have been my hair. She might've thought my hair was beautiful. And then Mm -hmm. that coincided with my entire self. You know what I mean? So like doing that telling someone you're they're beautiful just because that has a that has a big impact on somebody they could be having a terrible day you know Mm -hmm. they could could have been have um been having a lot of like family issues you know right people go through some crazy oh my people go through more than we could ever imagine and Mm -hmm. like in my last clinical I really saw a lot of that because you never know what someone somebody's going through so if you sit down and have a like a genuine conversation with people sometimes you learn about their life and learn about what they've been through it's crazy and then it humbles you because you're like okay stop like stop yeah stressing about whatever is going on in your life because there's a lot of people that are going through more yeah and it's like it's crazy it's it is it's so crazy it's so crazy and yeah we got to take the time and that woman um it was a woman right cashier yep. it was a woman cashier yep okay um you're beautiful for, for speaking light into me. That's yeah. beautiful. Like speaking light in other people is beautiful. So I'm so glad that she said she was beautiful too. That's awesome. That's a beautiful, I keep saying it, beautiful, beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it is because it's such an important word too, because it can mean so many things. Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't think I've ever heard. Just like on that one post I posted, it was like, what does beauty mean to you? Mm-hmm. No one said the same thing. Like everyone yeah. was calling something different. I remember looking at it and being like, all right, everybody stole my idea. Because <laughs> they <laughs> like every vocabulary word in the book. And I was like, well. <laughs> like, let me figure out something that hasn't been used. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's, it's crazy. And especially like people come from all different places. So and how you grow up, you know, all of that has something to do with the way that you perceive the world and the way that you come in contact with different people. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as an adult, you're learning, like, how to break that down. Like, as an adult, this kind of sucks, but as an adult, you are responsible for understanding why you are the way you are. So you're taking everything you learn from childhood, the stuff that was, like, blatantly taught to you, like, math like two plus two and Mm -hmm. not blatantly taught to you like fat equals ugly so you're like breaking down all these things and like making sense of it so then you could grow it's so much that is a job in itself I was about to say like the like you just (laughs) explain that and I'm over here I'm like wow that's a lot that's a lot (laughs) that's a lot to do on top of everything else that we're handling you know being a person is not a freaking easy job (laughs) Like I need an assistant just to handle that stuff for me. You know what I mean? Like, can you just like figure figure that out for me so that I can handle my other things going on? (laughs) (laughs) 
like we have to yes we have to be gentle with ourselves but oh my god it's like oh wait this bill's due oh wait I have a test oh wait Mm -hmm. I didn't I need to eat oh Mm -hmm. laundry needs done oh I need to text my friend like this is just a lot of yeah yeah I need a secretary inside my brain for sure you do especially (laughs) I I have never heard you say something more accurate Lex you need a freaking you need that you need somebody with a planner that's walking around with you yeah you know what the day is bringing I wonder (laughs) I should make an internship for my life that would be hilarious um, it would come in use though because that person would get a lot done. <laughs> heck yeah, they'd learn a lot. That's for sure. Um, so I know we talk about people um, mm-hmm. and how that influenced our lives. So this question's a little bit more specific. How did your relationships and struggles play into your self love journey? Um, relationships, you know, had a big impact on it because, like I said, you know the way that you get brought up in the relationships that you surround yourself, they impact you the most because that's whenever you're most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So I think that whenever you're getting older, your relationships change, you know, that like Mm -hmm. people get out of your life and you grow, you know, that's what life is all about, uh, you know, growing Mm -hmm. and becoming like your own person. And along that way, you know, friendships may like wander off and that's okay, you know, because Mm -hmm. you're not going to be the same person forever. So I feel like while you're going through that self-love and self-acceptance journey, you know, you change with yourself and then your relationships are going to change. Oh, yes. I agree with that. And it's not like a hard feeling thing all the time. It's like we grow differently. We go to different places. Yeah. I mean, people, it's it's an ever-changing kind of thing. And that's what's so, I'm going to say the word again, beautiful Mm -hmm. about it because you are supposed to change, you know, and that's okay that your friendships, you know significant others families you know that all change changes right and it's so yeah oh yeah it's okay change is okay it's definitely okay and it's a good thing it it can be good it can be bad it's really about your perspective and I think when your relationships change you have an opportunity to change like what's important to you in a relationship yes and you do find a few golden nugget people that change you don't change together, but your changes complement each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're a golden nugget person for me because oh, we gosh. definitely <laughs> change separately. Oh, like my we're gosh, yeah. way different than what we were when we first started becoming friends, but we still can connect. Yeah. And I think, like, I, I love so much about that because, like, you learn so much about yourself and, you know, other people. You know, and I, I'm in a, my significant other right now, like it's such a great relationship because I, I learn so much every day, not only about myself, but that other person. And whenever you're talking to someone and let's say you get into an argument mm-hmm. and you know, you, you learn something about how you dealt with it. And then that's going to go along with other things that happen in your life. You know, it all coincides with each other. Yes. And that's something too. women, well, everyone but I'm just talking to women right now. Watch who you attach yourself to. Because if you find a significant other, so say if you're a woman and you're in the men, you might be a woman and a woman. I don't care, whatever your cup of tea is. But your significant other needs to be someone that's healthy. Like, oh, yes. if it's unhealthy, we really start going down a bad path. Like, 
unhealthy people compare you unhealthy relationships make you feel like shit like that stuff is bad like you don't want to pour yourself into someone like that because it literally drains you that has such a huge impact on your person like such a huge impact and you never really know it's happening until after it's happened and you look back and you're like wow that happened that was a lot of like negative stuff you know that's you know like you go through a lot whenever you're in a toxic and unhealthy relationship like that and then you have to figure out okay okay step back from that all right what makes me happy you know how do I what kind of person do I want to be like let's Mm -hmm. break down Allie let's break like Mm -hmm. let's figure out where you start how you deal with things you know what makes you happy you know and then you get into another relationship and your eyes open and you're like, oh, this is what like happiness is. Like this mm-hmm. is this is nice because it's both of you are growing and learning with each other. And it's and it's so nice to do that, not only with like personal relationships, personal relationships, but also with friendships, because mm-hmm. I I give a lot of credit to us for sure, because we've changed so much. Oh, God, yeah. 100% I was in high school. You know, neither are you. And it's nice to have that kind of friend that has known you through everything and has known you through all the struggles that you have ever been through. And it's nice for them to, like, give you some praise and be like, you did good there or look where you have come from. You know, that says Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, because I love like we both made new friends, newer friends, I guess. But it's like okay, I can't really catch you up on that. Like, mm-hmm. It's kind of like you have to be there for yeah. that because you can't – because how much we've grown, that person we used to be almost is like a stranger. Yes. Like I talk about that person like she's someone completely different, but it was me. I do the same thing. I do the exact mm-hmm. same thing. I'll talk to my family and we'll be talking about, let's say, my, my high school graduation party. Mm-hmm. And we'll be thinking like I don't even remember it. Because I don't even know that person that was there. I didn't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't. Because, like, my – they'll be saying stuff about, like, what happened? And I'm like, I wasn't even there because I wasn't that person. I was such a different person than I am now. And, like, it's such a different life to me. Like, um, I always, like mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for the person that I was, we'll say, five years ago because yeah. I felt like I wasn't even in control of who I was. You yes. know, so, like, it's not even – it's not even a comparison. I'm so happy that you said you don't even remember stuff like that because I had a conversation yesterday about homecoming and I couldn't remember who I went with, what no. party bus I went Sometimes on. Sometimes I forget about high school in general. I don't remember half of the stuff that happened in high school. I promise. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean that genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all much- such a blur. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> right. And it's like, how do these things that I can't even remember impact me so much? Like because how did these so toxic because it was so unhealthy and we didn't even know it at the time. So our body is guarding us from that and it's protecting us from all that negative stuff that happened. So it's helping us not remember, but it's kind of like, I kind of remember, want to remember high school a little bit, although it wasn't, you know, like I think of it as like not a good time, but it probably was the best time. But again, I don't remember, I don't know that person that went through high school because I'm not yeah. that person at all. Yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, it's like a foreigner. Like, I'll be like, oh, here we go. I'll say, like, I'm about to be my old self. She's yeah. caged up in here. I might yeah. let her out. And then, I'll- like, even when I say that, 
I know, like, I can sometimes talk about it, but I can never, like, I've changed so much. I can't even imagine being that person again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like that lost There's person. There's no way. That person that's trying to fit in, that person that um, just wanted attention to mm-hmm. feel loved, mm-hmm. like an empty person, like, yeah, fun, like we can still dance, like go out and like that kind of stuff, like that's still going to happen. But just being that person that's like so empty looking for others to fulfill them, I yes. can't be that. No, I can't be that again. I can talk about it, but I can't be that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel that. I really do. I 100% agree. And I, every picture that I ever look at from high school, I look at it, and my immediate reaction, and I probably commented on posts like on Facebook for it. I will say, "Who was I?" Or (laughs) I don't even know who that was because I genuinely don't. Don't. Like it's a different world. Yeah, you know, and it's so crazy to think about it. Like I'll think about how I reacted to some stuff in high school, and my mom, God that bless her, God bless her, she'll <laughs> like say stuff that I did and stuff that I said to her, and I'm like, wow, you were not a nice person. Thank and it, like, mom and it embarrasses you. Yeah, like, it embarrasses you because you're like, wow, I wasn't like that's not good. <laughs> I know. It's like I'm. Em- yes, I agree. It's like you're embarrassed. It's like I guess we were just learning, like trying to fill our empty souls up like but we like said things that were mean I remember oh God. Like, being mean to people I remember like and it makes me want to like punch I know like, it makes me want to like ugh, it it like disgusts me thinking about the person that I was and how different I am now like I always it I always find it so funny whenever I talk to because you know like I don't live in Brownsville anymore right. whenever I talk to people from high school I like I think about what they're thinking when they're talking to me because, because I'm because I'm so different. I'm like I wonder if they even think that it's me. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I wonder if they're like, "Wow." I thought I saw Allie, but then yeah. I don't think it was her. I was Allie I knew in high school. Yeah, cuz we're trying to fit in. You know, we're trying to be all these things to so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's not I mean, I guess that's what high school is, but I wish it wasn't. Like, I wish I could change Mm -hmm. that for people in the future because I know for sure, for me anyway, I was so unhealthy and not Mm -hmm. fun at all. (laughs) Listen, but I remember having fun, though. I do remember having fun with you. I can't remember specific times. Most of my memories, most of my memories from high school, like, when I think back in high school and I look at myself laughing, I'm usually with you, Rachel, and Chelsea. Like, yes. You got like when I think about that. So I know I I know I for sure had fun, but I think that the negatives and what I was going through deep down that I didn't really deal with until now definitely overweighed that those happy memories. I think I vividly remember in dancing once we were like in that dance that was Rachel's parents' wedding song. Oh my god. And we were in a circle, and me and you were just laughing hysterically. <laughs> I, we were just laughing hysterically. I don't even remember what, but I just remember laying, like, on my back, like, looking at Cheryl Frost, like, stealing, <laughs> just, like, laughing. And we were laughing so hard, but I don't remember why. But, yeah, I feel like Dan. I don't remember like, that. That's so funny. Yeah, we I, were laughing hysterically. Whenever you said that, I pictured Rachel and I remember her saying I remember her looking at me the first time that we heard it and she looked at me and she was like 
this was my parents' wedding song. And then she just started bawling. <laughs> it's so not it's so not funny, but that's you. Like that's a big memory that I have from dance. And I'm like, Rachel. <laughs> now we all know what her parents' wedding song is. Just yes. to say. We all we're all aware of that. <laughs> and dance was yeah. so fun. And I, I was talking to someone about that yesterday. I was talking about like dancing and cheerleading for me. And I was like, it was ten times more fun for me because I did it with all of my friends. Oh my god, yeah. We had literally remember all those pictures the four of us took a dance? Like that was literally when I look back, that's what I think of too. Like just so much fun with my girls. Mm-hmm. When I think about those times, I think about um bus rides. Oh like, bus from, rides from football games. Oh my god. That's the first thing <laughs> I think of. So much fun. Like remember the one time I think of I think we were I think um Miss Furlong. Sorry to everybody listening. We're reminiscing. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> We're just going off on we this. Were on this okay. We were on this furlong's bus, and you remember we were dancing so much that the bus was moving up and down, and we thought that we were going to break it. We it was like a club. Yeah. Those buses were on the way home from a football game was like a we club. Get, our coaches used to get so mad at us. Listen, we did like a Soul Train line once. I'll never forget that. I like yes, like cheer and dance. It made us compare, and I think like competitiveness can be healthy in a certain way it does get unhealthy but like those are also where my best memories are from too yeah because it's so nice to just laugh sometimes you know looking back to those times it's it's a really it was a really healthy thing that we were all doing you know having fun with all of the stuff that we were going through it's nice to just have a group of friends like that and you know just have a genuine good time oh my god yeah even now I'm yeah. always down for a good time. Yes. Um, so tell me, what do you like about yourself, Allie? So when I looked at this question, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> to myself and I'm like, okay. I immediately never went to something phys- physical with my body. I never went to something like that. Because you know how people will be like, I like my face or I like, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So. Right. I think that I like most about myself is my willingness and eagerness to learn and explore, you know, different avenues. I feel like I'm always up to learn something new. I like to challenge myself, I think. I really like learning. I really like learning, you know, just in general Mm -hmm. about stuff. I really like expanding my knowledge on things because I feel like it makes me a more knowledgeable person and I feel like I can give more to the people that I talk to if I'm more knowledgeable about certain things so I think I think that I like that about myself for sure I like that about you too and you are a hardcore learner yeah like you take that like you study like you take that to heart like you do Mm -hmm. another thing I think that I like most about myself too is I I think that I listen and give feedback really well in my friendships and any kind of relationship that I have. Like, I feel like I give really good uh, feedback and responses that are helpful, but I feel like it also bites me because the feedback (laughs) and the advice that I'm giving to my friends is the advice that I should be giving to myself. Oh yes. It's so much easier to tell somebody and then tell it to yourself and do it. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we want, this sounds horrible, but we want our friends to do good and to feel loved. 
Oh, I feel that. Like we put like a hundred percent into that and then yes. we're too busy. We don't, we don't do that here for yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I 100%, I feel that a lot with you for sure. And my, any of my friends, you know, I feel yeah. like I, I think about that on a daily basis. I'm like, okay, my friends have kids. I wonder what their kids are doing. Like, I wonder <laughs> if like, they're okay. I wonder if they need help. Like, what can I do to like make their lives easier? It's like, Allie, chill. Like, how about you? How yeah. About, like, how about what are you doing to make your life easier right now? You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we do, we give so much and that's a good thing, you know, that we give so much into our relationships, but we need to be kind to ourselves too. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, a weird place to be because like, as we're talking, I realize we're talking about, we talk about ourselves, but we're talking a lot about other people too in this mm-hmm. conversation. And um, like other people make us feel bad. Other people can make us feel good. It's really weird when we start getting down in the nitty gritty, like, okay, what do you do for yourself that makes you feel good? What do you like about yourself? What do, um, let's do something today for you and not worry about something else you have to do for somebody else. Or yeah. it's, it's like a really hard, like, it's hard to come up with. It's hard yeah, to, sure. mm-hmm. yeah. and I worry, I worry so much about people. I'm 100% a people pleaser. So I really, it takes me a lot to like disconnect myself mm-hmm. from the external things that are happening in my life and just sit down and kind of like read a book and not think about anything but that book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I just want everyone to be happy. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I want my friends to be happy. You know, I want to do anything that I can to help. Mm-hmm. But there's only so much that like you can do for a person. You know, if you're not bingo, yourself, you can't do anything for somebody else. That's the best thing ever because you have literally no control over anyone. Yeah. Zip zero. Like you don't. And like you want so badly for your friends to do good or your daughter to do good or your significant other to do good. And you're like doing everything you can to help them. But that's, you don't can't control them. The only thing you can really do for people is listen. Yeah. You can't really do anything else. No, because even if you give advice, they're not, you know, it's up to them what they're doing with that advice. And that's yeah. sometimes because you're like, damn, I ain't got no control, mm-hmm. you know, and I like, you know, and I want to help, but there's nothing that I can do. And then you have to st- take a step back, like, okay, worry about yourself for a second. Yeah. And then <laughs> like, it's like, and you're worrying about everybody else. Yeah. Like, how mm-hmm. are you doing? Right. And it's like, and I really can't help people because my expectations for you are different than your expectations for you. Yeah. So now what I'm saying is, is, is doing good in what I feel like is good for your life. Yeah. Which what that got to do with what your life actually is or what you got for your life. That has nothing. My idea of what your life should be has no business with none of your business. What I think about you. That's right. And then it starts to consume you. Yeah. Because you really start to worry about it and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, you're getting way too much into this. Like you can't do anything about it. Like the most you can do, like you said, the most you can do is listen and give advice. But from there, it's not up to you. And then it's with the control thing. You know, you don't have control. You only, the only yeah. person that you have control over is yourself. Yep. Absolutely. It's hard to like, you know, figure out because you want so badly to do well for other people. And especially like what I do for my work you know, mm-hmm. I want to help people so badly, but like, I don't know what they're going to do when they go home. Right. 
you know, like they could just not be listening to me and that's fine. But as long as I'm doing my job, you know what I mean? Like, right. There's not much that I'm like, I'm not going home with them. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And that's why we just have to make a environment that makes people feel empowered to take care of themselves. And just give people a listening ear. All Sometimes all people just need is to be listened to and just to be heard and be validated. Yes. And I guess we're blessed because we said we had that, we have that in each other, but yeah. a lot of people don't, they don't have anyone that will listen to them. That's not judgmental, which is sad. Yeah. Um, it is. That just like hurt me, but I'm like, you know what? This podcast is something, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. this podcast is something for those people. So if the people, if someone doesn't have anything and they see your podcast pop up on Facebook, you know what I mean? Like that's something for them. Although right. it's not a person talking to them face to face, it's a person talking in general. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay. Last question, girlfriend. What would you say about your body to yourself? I asked that weird, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, you go. <laughs> um, if I could objectively, like, look in the mirror at myself, no shame, no nothing, I think I would just say thank you. Because I think that we just critique ourselves so much, but we don't give ourselves, like, enough credit. So, like, our body, our bodies help us do so much. My body helps me get my morning coffee, you know, and mm-hmm. I would be thing without my morning coffee. <laughs> like, my body makes it through exhausting workouts. Like, mm-hmm. my body allows me to love with, like, all of my ability. So, I feel like all we do is compare ourselves and think negatively and critique ourselves, but we do a lot, you know, and we do a lot emotionally, physically, mentally, you know, our body takes a real toll. Yet we get up every morning, thankfully. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's really it's amazing what our bodies do. So I think that I would just say thanks. Like thanks for helping me out and getting me to work, you know, and doing my job. So simple and so great. Thanks. Yeah. It's what I just thought of too, Allie. Mm-hmm. Our body is holding a whole lot of crap. Bones, yeah. organs, blood. And it's doing a lot. It's keeping us yeah. alive. Literally. Like that's that's like really deep. But <laughs> yeah. if you think about it, like it's it's like it's important. So yeah. absolutely. Um. Well, Allie, it's always a great conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I love that you're my golden nugget friend. Thanks. Golden nugget. <laughs> I love that. Thanks so much I for taking the say, time. I want to say one more thing. Is that okay? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Say I just want, want to girl. say to the people that are listening to be kind to yourselves. There's a lot of negative stuff happening, you know, not only locally, but throughout the world. And it's really hard to keep a positive attitude like during all of it. So be kind to your mind, body and soul. Take time out of your day, even if it's 10 minutes to do something for yourself, because you're not going to give your full effort into the things happening in your life if you're not okay. And there's a lot of bad stuff happening out there. So making make sure that you're all taking care of yourselves. Yes. <laughs> Mic drop. That's ah. it. <laughs> I'm so happy that you said you had one last thing to say because I usually ask that, but I forgot. So That's thank fine. you. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um yeah, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sharing our conversation. That's usually just on the phone or over coffee to yeah. <laughs> the people out there. 
Oh, of course. Um, I was happy to be here. I'm happy to help. Great. So everyone, thank you for tuning in to Peace with Peace. Um, follow it on Facebook and on Instagram. It's peace as in like a slice and peace as in peace, love, happiness. Um, so peace with peace. If you want to inspire others with your story, if you want to answer some questions um, like Allie did today, please reach out on Facebook or Instagram or wherever um, you're inspired. You will inspire. You will inspire people. I'm inspired already just talking to Allie and we talk <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah. So thanks so much. And um, catch you next time, right. Allie and Bye, listeners. Everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>